Area 941 podcasts are produced and distributed by Community Powered 94.1 KPFA Radio. Please help support Area 941 at kpfa.org. I'm C.S. Song, KPFA's associate theater critic, and my guest in studio is Anne Dara, a veteran actor who plays the role of a nuclear scientist in The Children, a play written by Lucy Kirkwood and directed by Barbara Damashek that's now on stage at Aurora Theater Company in Berkeley. The play runs through March 1st. Welcome, Anne. Hi. So what can you share with us about what happens in this play? The play is about three nuclear engineers that worked together at, in a, a nuclear power plant 38 years ago. And now my character has come to visit these two friends again some 38 years later to, um, well, then you find out why, she's, uh, why she has come. That's, part of, that's the main reveal of the plot. So they are getting together and the couple that Rose, your character, meets, hooks up with again, um, they are living close to a, a nuclear power plant, right? Yeah, they're living very near the plant that they've been working at all their professional lives and that we worked at when we were young. That's where we met. And they still live in the area, and they've only recently retired. And why have they moved to the cottage in which they, in which you find them? Well, you find this out very early, so this is not a spoiler. Um, there's been an accident at the nuclear plant, and uh, some of the area is contaminated. So they have moved from their house to a cottage nearby that is outside of the exclusion zone. And how important was the, the 2011 nuclear disaster in Fukushima, Japan? How important was that event to Lucy Kirkwood, the playwright, coming up with conceptualizing and creating this play? Yeah, I th I think it's a direct inspiration for the play. And the way Barbara's directed it, there's a initial sound of an earthquake and then a tsunami. In the play we reference it as the wave, but it's it's clearly the same effect. And what I've learned about Fukushima, a lot of the things that Lucy references in the play are some of the things that were actual problems with Fukushima as well, both why the meltdown at the plant happened and what some of the problems with the cleanup afterwards and what was some of the have been some of the ongoing problems with the disaster. So even though it's set in England and there was actually a nuclear accident in England in the 80s, it's also somewhat similar to the events of this play. Uh, I think the callback to Fukushima is, um, I imagine, intentional. And what aspect of of the disaster and its aftermath, do you think Kirkwood was trying to to emphasize or to elaborate in this play? This particular play, I think, is a lot about personal responsibility. And the nuclear engineers were involved in the design and the building of the plant. We had a, a guy from Lawrence Livermore come and talk to us, and we asked him, like, well, how much power did the engineers have? Like, how you know, how responsible were they for the design and the implementation? And he was saying that even though we were very young at the time, we were in our late 20s, we could have had significant amounts of power, especially back then. Um, a lot of this stuff was being worked out as, the, as people developed it. I mean, there's regulations and there was specs and there was, you know, other plants and all that. But nevertheless, we we could have had a lot of influence on how decisions were made. And that's definitely the implication of the play is that we did. 
Um, and so then it's sort of like, what is your responsibility after you've made these certain decisions and then there's been unforeseen consequences? What, are you, what is your responsibility or your culpability after that? And I guess it resonates for me personally, being a person of a certain age, <laughs> I definitely feel some responsibility to uh, the world I've left to my children, um, not being the world I thought it would be. And also feeling like I inherited a world that my elders made better for me, that wave of feminists and wave of activists. And I feel like I perhaps haven't progressed. I haven't done my part to um, carry that legacy forward for the next generation. And I definitely feel some responsibility for that. Mm. The... the ethical issues, the ethical nature of this play. Um, it's interesting because it, it comes out in certain parts, and yet in, in other parts of the play, there there's humor. And there is a lot of kind of uh, interpersonal dynamics, or maybe fireworks, one could say. Uh, can you talk about that? that? That ethics is definitely a part of the play, but, but much of this has to do with kind of uh, the personal relationships that these three people have now and have had long ago in their lives? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because the play is very funny and my fellow actors are amazing and I'm so lucky to be on stage with them. And we are having such a great time just because these three people have very complicated relationship. <laughs> They're deeply flawed human beings. <laughs> they don't always behave the best in the you know most precise moral fashion. So uh, even though they're grappling with these kind of ethical issues, they themselves have, you know, their own flaws and idiosyncrasies that they bring to it. So it is a, a lot about the relationships between the three of them uh, that were both formed in their youth and are now carrying through even though they're all in their 60s. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of great. Just uh, so one of the things some audience members have commented on is they just like how even though the characters are all in their 60s, you are reminded of they were once young and they are still young in some ways. I mean, we kind of carry all ages within us. And so even though they're trying, they have grown in perhaps some aspects of their life, maybe not so much in some other aspects. At one point, your character Rose uh, says something like, People think scientists are a breed, don't they? Do you think that's part of why Lucy Kirkwood wrote this play to show that in some ways they aren't a breed apart in many respects? Uh, yeah, definitely. And that particular reference, though, I think is also just that science itself is, is uh, very compartmentalized. And so as physicists, we may not know anything about biology. Um, but I think it is also trying to... I don't want to say humanized because, of course, scientists are human, but um, maybe trying to make some of the, the things that we are faced with as a society, even if the, the problems seem very arcane or complex or out of our own experience, that we can find a way to address them, even though we have all of us have our limitations. Like these are nuclear engineers and they are also limited. And so I, I think it's easy to think, well, I don't know anything about that field, so I won't get involved in it. But nobody knows anything about anybody else's field. <laughs> so you might as well, you know, do what you can or find out as much as you can because 
there's so much knowledge that it's it's difficult for anybody to become an expert in anything outside of their own niche. What did you uh, find or what do you find most interesting or intriguing about the character you play, Rose? And again, you play Rose, a 60-something nuclear scientist who visits a married couple named Robin and Hazel, played by James Carpenter and Julie Eccles. And they are both also uh, nuclear scientists, as you said, that you, the three of you work together at this nuclear power plant down the road uh, almost four decades ago. Um, what did you like or what do you like or, or find interesting about your character, Rose? One of the things I relate to in Rose is that she's trying to carve some kind of ethical path for herself. She's trying to take some responsibility for the choices she's made in her life. At the same time, she's, as I said before, a deeply flawed person. (laughs) And it's not as if just because she's trying to be ethical in this one area of her life that she's now the moral authority in all areas by any means, and that she doesn't even carry herself that way. It's not like she's comes across as I am now the, you know, bearer of the flame or the speaker of truth, because she knows she isn't and can't claim that. And again, I just I like that because I, I like the idea that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have figured everything out. We just need to take a step. And I think I, too, can get paralyzed with, well, I don't know exactly what is the exact right thing to do, and I might do this one thing, and that will have unforeseen consequences that may not be as good, and so maybe I should think about it more. (laughs) And so Rose is definitely somebody who maybe should think about things a little bit more, but in this case, uh, isn't, and I admire that. I think she's just like, "This this is something I can do, and I'm going to do it. We're talking about a play called The Children. It's written by Lucy Kirkwood, who is a British playwright, directed by Barbara Damashek at Aurora Theatre Company in Berkeley. You can see my guest, Anne Dara, on stage. It runs through March 1st. For more information and for tickets, you can go to auroratheatre.org. That's theater with an R-E. Or you can call 510-843-4822. And let me ask you about the the other characters who you um, really interact with on a kind of an intimate and sometimes incendiary way over the course of this play, The Children. Uh, Hazel, what what do you find interesting about that character? I think for Rose, Hazel is somewhat her antithesis and also nemesis. Hazel is someone who has just approached life in like kind of the exact opposite way that Rose has. She's much more organized. She's much more forward thinking. But she also represents, oddly enough to me, represents kind of a life force. I mean, Hazel has, has chosen life in a very tenacious, perhaps sometimes gripping way. But nevertheless, she's invested in living and in maintaining her life and in has a passion for life that I think Rose, who might have some more self-destructive instincts, <laughs> finds honorable and, and compelling and admirable because it's not something I think she has herself mastered. And I understand that just as a person. I mean, I think I, I do share Rose's admiration for people that just seem very sure of their place in the world. And they go about uh, making things 
better in their corner of the world and they seem quite at ease with what that means and how to go about it. <laughs> so I think that kind of just confidence is is attractive. Uh, but then also Rose, who's a little bit more mischievous or has a perhaps more complicated view of things, sometimes can also find that tiresome because she feels like Hazel doesn't allow for all the, the rough edges of life that are also true. And what about Robin, who is Hazel's husband in this play? Um, he's quite a character as well, isn't he? Yeah, Robin is, it comes out pretty quickly in the play that there is an attraction between Rose and, and Robin. So I, I think that happens soon enough. That that's mm-hmm. not going to be a spoiler. And so, um, but the complexities of his relationship with these two women gets more revealed throughout the play. And then also just Robin's relationship to the to his past as a nuclear engineer and, and the accident at the plant and you know, his own sense of responsibility, that also is complicated and, and comes clear through the course of the play. And Robin, unlike Hazel, is not, is he's a more tormented figure. I mean, he's, he doesn't have as easy a time as Hazel does with compartmentalizing things or just figuring out his exact place in the world, which is one of the things that Rose finds attractive about him, uh, but also makes his life... Um, you know, more challenging. You've acted in so many plays over the years with so many uh, companies, uh, more Bay Area theater companies than I have time to mention. Um, What impresses you about Kirkwood's uh, dialogue, the way she, you know, the way she frames the the interactions between the characters? Uh, A lot of it is kind of rapid back and forth. There's some humor or some dark humor, some some sly cuts and jabs in there. I mean, do you do you find something distinctive about Kirkwood's way of uh, expressing herself, uh, her way of having her characters express themselves? One of the things I really like about this play and, and Lucy Kirkwood's work is, and she's very young, so this is, you know, amazing. She's accomplished this already in her career. It's, it's rather spare and information is not repeated. I mean, some some information is given again, but it moves very quickly and on a number of levels simultaneously. And also she's, um, it's very quicksilver, like you'll be going along with something serious and then it'll be a fart joke. I mean, it's just, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I tend to like that because the characters, you know, they don't take themselves, well, at least Rose does not take herself very seriously Um it also has a British sense of humor, which can be, to the American ear, I think, maybe slightly mean, but which I also sort of appreciate, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it's very funny. And I think the the science that she lays in is, she does a really good job of that, because she lays in enough science that you need for the story without, you know, too much trying to let people know how much research she's done or having it carry more meaning than it needs to. So I think she's done a really good job with that. And also it's it's very evocative. And the more I do it, the more I realize how she layers in themes and imagery. And she'll put something down in the beginning of the play that returns at the end. And it's subtle, but it's it's just been very intriguing to follow all her different threads and find new things in the play every time I do it, even though we've been working on it now since you know the beginning of January. 
So all three characters in this play, the children, now at Aurora Theatre Company in Berkeley through March 1st, all three are, are in their 60s. And so I think this is like a great opportunity. I, I, I don't know whether Kirkwood had this in mind, but this idea that, wow, you could get three veteran actors hanging out together on stage for 100 minutes or so. Um, what is it like to work with? And, you know, it's not that young actors aren't fun to watch, but there is a kind of a an experience gradient, right? So kind of uh, with older actors, sometimes you really kind of see the benefit of, of their experience and their development. Uh, how much fun is it for you to to be on stage with two other actors who, like you, have really been around and have uh, cut their teeth and, and really kind of uh, know their, their craft? It's fantastic. <laughs> I, mean, I really, I can't, I can't say enough about how fantastic it is. I've worked with Jim a number of times, but I've never worked with Julie, partly because there are never two women in a play period, much less two women of the same age. Mm. <laughs> so so there's lots of women my age in the Bay Area that I very seldom get a chance to work with. So it's this is just a treat. And one of the things that, I mean, yes, young actors are fantastic too, but I think what's been nice for the three of us is that we trust each other so much and we know that whatever happens the other person's going to be there and so things change every night and that's fine like we we've done this enough that we're not thrown by that we're not scared of it we believe in each other's work that we know we're going to end up where we need to be and the story is going to get told in the way barbara directed it and so it gives a sense of freedom and uh, playfulness to the production that is just fantastic and i've really been enjoying that the play's been going on for for a little while, so there have been times when there's been a, maybe a slip-up and you folks have had to depart from the script, but somehow, given the trust that you each have, things have gotten back on the rail, so to speak? Well, yes, it's live theater, so yes, there's <laughs> always things, you know, prop failures or whatever. Um, but yeah, we've we, it never throws anybody. We just carried on, and um, it makes I think you know whenever something like that happens to, I think audiences usually love that because they realize, oh yeah, it is live theater. Things just happen, and it might happen in this production, and it will have never happened again. So you alone saw that, unlike you know a movie or something where everybody sees the same thing. So that is one of the virtues of live theater. I think there's many others. I'll put me in my pitch for live theater right now. Well, give me a couple others then. Well, I just feel like I. Uh, this is somewhat of a cliche, but I do feel like we as human beings like to sit in the dark and hear stories. And we like to do that together. And we like to do that in the presence of other human beings. I mean, it's really simple, but I think that's the fundamental draw of, of theater or just seeing anything live. There, It's just different. And you know it's different. And even when you're in a movie theater, I mean, it's nice to be experiencing a movie with your fellow citizens. But I just feel like we've gotten so used to being a little isolated that even that communal experience for me in a movie theater isn't happening as much. But I think in a theater, it still does, uh, partly because you're in the presence of live actors, which also can make it, I, I get, profoundly uncomfortable. Because if you don't like it, you can't, you know, you can't leave and they're right there and it's mm. embarrassing. So I understand why people going to theater is a challenge. But when it's good, I just feel like there's just nothing, nothing compares. And what about being at the Aurora Theater, a small theater, you're surrounded on three sides by viewers, by the audience. Do you like being in, in that kind of setting where wherever you look, you're, you know, you're kind of 
looking at to some degree or you're seeing in the background audience members or would you prefer to be up on a, a stage, a proscenium stage where you only look one way into the audience? Yes, I'm going to answer that. I'm just going to take a minute just to make a, make a pitch for the play. Um, even though it's about older characters, the young people I know that have seen it have also loved it. And I think, you know, more young people should come. <laughs> um, the Aurora Theater does a lot of great deals for students and people under 35. They have half-price tickets under 35 and deals for college students and high school students, as do most theaters in the Bay Area. So I just want to encourage young people to find out what those opportunities are. The Aurora itself is one of my favorite spaces. I personally love being in smaller, more intimate theaters. Uh, I like when I don't have the distance of a proscenium. Again, getting back to the storytelling aspect, I, I kind of like when the actors and the audience are all in it together, when you can see the actors well, uh, when audience members can see each other, uh, when we can see the audience. I To me, that heightens the, the experience and deepens it. Proscenium theaters, for me, sometimes there's too much of a separation between the audience and the actors. And I mean, that in some plays are very much served by that. But it, it's not my favorite way of doing things just because I like the feeling of everybody kind of joining in this together. And I, as an actor, you can feed off the audience more. You can feel how they're reacting. You can hear them better, which can also be you realize when they get up and go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I would take that because I, I just think the benefits of it are worth it. And Dara, D-A-R-R-A-G-H, she performs in, she stars in with James Carpenter and Julie Eccles, the play The Children. It's written by Lucy Kirkward, directed by Barbara Damaschek, and it's now on stage at Aurora Theatre Company in Berkeley through March 1st. For more information and for tickets, you can go to Aurora Theatre. Dot org, or you can call 510-843-4822. And I saw this play. I really enjoyed it. I found it very uh, thought-provoking and interesting. Uh, congratulations and best wishes for the rest of the run. Thank you so much, CS. This has been great. Thank you. And I'm CS Song on Bay Area Theater for KPFA.